1: it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Come on, Rob!
2: Elliot Shoreparks joining us right now on our live Odyssey show. Elliot. How you doing? And how's it going? Uh, I'm good. You're you're the first app exclusive guest. How does that feel?
0: Well, you were the first person I did a podcast with, so I guess this makes sense. It's just all coming full circle.
2: It is. The technology changes, but we keep talking about the Eagles. Elliot, exactly right. We got a lot to hit on here. Um, Would you agree? Would you agree this is the biggest game the link has seen in almost three years?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm guessing you're referring to the, the playoff game against the Seahawks, yeah. which feels way longer, way longer than three years ago. And that was certainly a big game. And I think this one is just as big in a lot of ways. Clearly not a playoff game, but you think about the expectations going into both of those games. Against the Seahawks, I don't really think they were expected to win. They were viewed as, you know, certainly they were at home, so they had a chance. But, you know, going against Russell Wilson, the fact that that team had backed their way into the playoffs, I don't think they were viewed as being expected to win, but I don't think that's the case on Sunday night. So when you add the expectations that are going to be on this team, I mean, I think in some ways it's bigger. It's certainly a huge game.
2: Elliot, a uh, lot of discussion this week about the Cowboys and how viable they are and, and how, you know, how good they are compared to the Eagles right now. You know, I had Howard on earlier, and he, he thinks this thing is a lock. Like, no doubt in his yeah. mind the Eagles are winning this game on Sunday. I think they're going to win. I don't feel the same way about the game. Where are you on, on the matchup and, and how easy or difficult this is going to be for the Eagles on Sunday?
0: Yeah, I'm probably more on your side, and I think when debating football, that's probably the better side to be on versus you or Howard, right? So I feel confident being on uh, Team Gilio with this one. I, I think that they will win. I think they should win. But until I see this team beat the Cowboys, I'm certainly not going to say it's a lock. I mean, the Cowboys thing reminds me of, you remember back when the Eagles were kind of first descending – uh, or ascending under Andy Reid back in the day, they could never beat the Giants, right? It just took them a while. And then they finally beat them, and from there they really took off. That's kind of the feeling I have with this Cowboys team and the Eagles right now. It seems like they always have their number. It seems like whenever I'm covering an Eagle-Cowboy game, the Cowboys are busy putting up, you know, 30-plus points, and the Eagles are struggling. So I think that now the Eagles are better. I think they have a better roster really all around, um, and I think they'll win but i think it's a huge game to kind of check off the getting the cowboys you know off the schneid and making sure that this is a team that i know they can beat as they move forward and if they lose i think it's a very uh, it's it's a red flag
2: well i think i i think you're right on the red flag thing and it's interesting you brought it up i, I was talking about it a few minutes ago here on the show that, that no one else seems to talk about this like everyone's just now like oh they're better than the cowboys and i do think they're more talented right now but they haven't beat this team in a while, I mean, you go back, since they won the Super Bowl, so let's go the 2018 season to now, they've only beaten them twice, and one of those wins was the game where Wentz turned over four times and they beat Ben DiNucci. I mean, that felt like a loss after they won anyway. So, like, th- th- we've had one week in Philadelphia in five years where they beat the Cowboys and everyone felt good about it. That's, that's crazy. I mean, it has been a totally lopsided rivalry. Why is the question? Is, and then Dak's not playing. I mean, I think he's been the constant in this rivalry. Do you think whatever the problem was has changed. Do you think the like, are we past that or, or do we have to Sorry, see it?
0: for a second. Can you hear me? Got you. Yep. Your question. But if I believe you're asking why, why the Cowboys have been so much yeah. better than yep. the Eagles in these matchups. Well, I think, you know, I know you said besides Dak, but I think that's kind of really been it. If you look at the quarterback play, the Eagles have gotten in those games. Jalen has struggled against Dak. Carson struggled in those matchups and Dak has been really good, right? I mean, Dak has been a real problem for this Eagles uh, defense, And I, I also think that really, up until this year, the Cowboys had better rosters, right? When you look at the receivers they had, the running backs, uh, the tight end, Dak, their offensive line used to be really good. Their defense, uh, I don't think is as good, has been as good over the last few years, but certainly this year they have a lot of talent. So I think it's been a roster thing. But to you know, kind of add on to what we were talking about, I think throughout the first month of the season, first five weeks, the conversation has been, is this Eagles team the best in the NFL? if they lose this game, they might not even be the best team in their own division. So like, I know people want to try to downplay what a loss could mean, but I think a loss means you really have to kind of relook at uh, what, what this team is.
2: All right. Let's talk about where they're at right now and what, what they've been doing the last couple of weeks. So it feels like offensively, Elliot, two weeks in a row. I mean, you can go back to halftime of the Washington game. It's been more of a slog, less explosive. I think last week was the first time all season they've lost the explosive play battle, which is, you know, that's one of those things Sirianni always brings up in Gannon. like yeah. They allowed more explosive plays than they than they had. It was the first time all year. What, what is this just a product of the rain two weeks ago and then kind of a tough road game last week? Or are you seeing signs that they're slowing down, that maybe teams are catching up and this isn't as good as it was the first few weeks? It's a great question, and it's one I've
0: been thinking about, because if you think about how we viewed this team, right, Jalen Hurts, MVP candidate, skill players, all playing above expectation, A.J. Brown, Devontae, Dallas, offensive line's been great, Miles Sanders is having a good year, Nick Ciriotti, uh is, you know, coach of the year favorite. If all that's true, why are they not scoring more points? Like, the team has only topped 30 points once, and you mentioned these last few weeks, the offense has really not looked good, and I think there's a few reasons for that. One is their third down offense has been considerably worse the last few weeks than it was the first few weeks of the season. I believe they've gone from close to 60% on third down to now right around 35%. So they're hitting roughly half as much as they used to on third down. And obviously that's going to keep you off the field. The other part of that is, and I'm not, you know, waving any type of red flag yet, but I think Jalen hasn't been as good passing the ball. Those first few weeks, he was absolutely flawless, perfect ball placement, perfect decision-making, and really playing like an MVP – I think the last few weeks you've seen him make, a, a, you know, not as great decisions. I think his accuracy has been a little off. So, I, I, you know, again, I don't think he, like, regressed to the point of last year or anything like that. But ultimately, when you combine a quarterback that's been a little more inconsistent with a bad third-down offense, you're not going to score as many points.
2: Well, you're. I mean, you hit it on the third down. I mean, that that's where it felt like the first couple weeks. They just couldn't – the teams couldn't get them off the field. And now – it's different. I'm looking right now last three weeks, I think they're bottom 10 or like maybe 19 or 20. Yeah. I mean, they're bo- certainly bottom half of the NFL and in, in third down conversions here. Um, Elliot, the other thing that I've noticed and the, and the numbers bear this out is Jalen hurts this year against the blitz versus not against the blitz, right? When, when there's no blitz, he's excellent. I mean, it's, he's been, you know, pro bowl MVP caliber, whatever word we want to use. He's been great. But when teams blitz him, He's really struggled. Now, he used he used his legs, it felt like, against the Lions, and that got him through. But throwing the ball against the Blitz, it's been a problem. I think some of it's him, but some of it I'm not sure if the offense gives him easy reads, like a, a hot read. It, it feels like it's always hard mm-hmm. against the Blitz. Do you think that's coaching? Is it him, and, and how do they fix that?
0: So it's an interesting question because
2: I know that, you know, when I look at certain websites
0: and certain, like, Blitz stats for Jalen, he doesn't come across like he's playing well. I'd be interested to know if those – Factor in the run because to your point, in the week one against Detroit, like he ran a lot, and I think he's been doing that the last few weeks. So I do think he's better against the Blitz overall as a, as a quarterback than maybe those stats would indicate. But you're right that when it comes to, to strictly throwing the ball and not factoring in the plays he makes with his legs, they have struggled a little bit. I think you hit the nail on the head with the hot read thing. It seems like either he's not seeing them or maybe, you know, the, the play design isn't there. Now, I would say, like, I'm okay with him running the ball. I don't know if a dump-off to Kenny Gainwell or whatever is, like, the best form of offense for this team. But until they figure it out, teams are going to continue to blitz them. And, yeah, maybe that's part of the reason they've slowed down. But you're right. He has to be better passing the ball as, as an offense uh, against the
2: blitz. We have Elliot Shore Parks joining us here. Our first uh, ever app only on the Odyssey App Show. Elliott, uh kind enough to join us, talking Eagles-Cowboys Sunday night football. Elliot, the other side, I feel like the other side of the ball is what's been more consistent and yet doesn't get talked about as much the defense. I mean, Elliot, Jonathan Gannon's defense, since the Lions game, I think they've been the best part of this team. And it just feels like they've got good players at every level. I feel really good about where the defense is right now, especially with Hassan Reddick after the quarterback like this. Yeah,
0: it's funny that now it's been what, basically since the beginning of last year, that this defense has outplayed the offense. We talk so much about the offense, the quarterback, the head coach the defense that's been the reason they made the playoffs last year. And really, through five games, you could argue the defense has outplayed the offense and won them more games, uh, arguably. So, yeah, the defense has been really good. I think going up against this Cowboys offense, they match up really well. The Cowboys are going to be a team that runs the ball. The Eagles have struggled tackling, so that that potentially could be a problem. But ultimately, I I think that if you look at how the Cowboys like to play offense, they like to dink and dunk, and that's what the Eagles like to make opposing offenses do. So if the Eagles tackle well – I think there's a decent chance the Cowboys don't get over, like, 17 points. And then also the fact that they force a ton of turnovers, number one in the league right now. The Cowboys have been winning by not turning the ball over. That's going to be hard for them to do against this Eagles defense.
2: Yeah, and the other part of this game that will matter a lot is is turnovers. You mentioned turnovers on both sides. Uh, what's the latest? What What are you seeing, hearing on the offensive line? I mean, I saw the injury report today, which is just like I mean, I, I almost had to like make the picture bigger because I couldn't read how many names there were. <laughs> it's crazy, but like half of those guys were rest today. Uh, what's the latest, especially offensive line? Because it's at one point I was I was yeah. worried watching that on Sunday, Eli, because Kelsey was out for a little bit, Dickerson was out, Miala obviously didn't play, so they had backups at all three positions. What's the latest injuries, especially the offensive line?
0: So my lotto was lined up today. Now, we're only allowed to see the beginning portions of practice, so we did not see team drills. And he was limited, which I, I think would mean he didn't do his full rep, full rep of uh, first-team reps on offense. But for the portion that we were allowed to see, he was out there with the first-team offensive line. He was out there at left tackle. And in my experience covering the team, that's a really strong indication as to who is going to be the starter. Last week, he wasn't lining up with the first-team offense. Dillard wasn't and it was Driscoll, right? And we all know Driscoll started, uh, started the game. So I do believe there's a good chance my lot is going to play, but it's funny. You mentioned, you know, any, any other team going against the Cowboys with offensive line issues, you would say, okay, this is a recipe for a disaster. There's no way they're going to win this game with all the talent. The Cowboys have the Eagles always have a good offensive line, whether it's third string, second string, you know, someone moving from guard to tackle. It seems like Statlin always gets the job done. So I just can't get worked up about the worry with that line because I've seen them perform in so many situations, and I'm sure that they will on Sunday.
2: All right, let's let's end with this, Elliot. If um, if they get through this on Sunday and they win the game and they're six and zero now, the bye week is after that. Have you started to look ahead and wonder when the first loss is going to happen? Because this is going to become the story, right? If they get into November yeah. without a loss, it's it's one of the top stories in the NFL. We have an undefeated team. And it's I mean they're favored on Sunday, so it seems like and they'll be favored against the Steelers after this. So it feels like they could go into November undefeated. Have you looked ahead? Do you have one circled? Like how how long do you think this might go?
0: Well, it kind of enters the territory of well, they could lose any game, right? Like but outside of that, if you just look at it in terms of what team could they play that could beat them, I mean the Packers maybe just because we've all seen Jonathan Gannon's defense against top five quarterbacks and like most defenses. They struggle against them. Now, I know the Packers haven't played great this year, but maybe that's it. The Cowboys on the road Thanksgiving, uh, not Thanksgiving Eve, Christmas Eve, uh, assuming Dax back then, that could potentially be it. But, look, I mean, they, if they win on Sunday, they're going to be favored in the rest of their games, barring, you know, some type of massive injury. And they probably deserve to be. I mean, they, they will, if you look at the rest of their schedule, it's hard to look at a, a loss. I'll throw a question back at you, though, Joe, actually. Do you think Howie would rather have a team go 17-0 and and not win the Super Bowl, or win his second Super Bowl. Because I kind of think going 17-0 and 0 would be quite the feather in uh, Howie's cap.
2: I mean, I think either puts him in the Hall of Fame, which would drive people yeah. in this city crazy. I mean, the fact that there's going to be a Howie Roseman Hall of Fame induction one day in Canton, I'm not sure anyone listening to us could wrap their mind around it. But that that's <laughs> oh, that, a, that speech will be epic. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it would be. I. It's, yeah. a, it's a great question. I mean, I, I guess the undefeated season cements him as – the greatest or one of the greatest GMs ever. Right. He, he put, I mean, how many GMs have done that? Bill, Bill Belichick and, you know, right. back with the Dolphins. Right. So yeah, that's it. Well, let me throw this. They, they didn't win 17 games. Well, they didn't. Right. No one. No one has ever done right. that.
0: No one will have done that. Yeah.
2: Are you ready for the debates on whether or not they should lose a game in December if they are undefeated? People are going to want uh-huh. them to lose a game.
0: But I'll tell you this. I can already tell you what side of the debate I'll be on. You got to go for undefeated. You, you got to. to like. We still we still talk about that Patriots team that went undefeated way more than we talk about some of their Super Bowl teams. And look with this with honestly with the roster they have and with the opponents that could be on their schedule, you could potentially start Gardner Minshew and win some of these games. So I, I think, especially knowing. Uh, you know Nick Sirianni the way I do since since he started here I'd be very surprised if he didn't go for it I think that's something they would really want to go
2: for Yeah I could I just hear Angelo screaming about them sitting people in week 17 when they're 16 and 0 that that would be Oh yeah yeah it'd be unbelievable Elliot I appreciate you hopping on uh, and en- enjoy this weekend this, this is one of the best weekends we've ever had around here.
0: Yeah, and I also think just, you know, not to hold you any longer, but it's funny. I think the play the Phillies' playoff run is taking pressure off the Eagles in a way. Mm. Once they're out, then I really think the pressure will ramp up on the Eagles. But, I mean, we're talking about Sunday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys, first place on the line, undefeated Eagles, and we're talking Phillies all the time, which is great, but, you know, most other weeks that would certainly not be the case with this game coming up.
2: Well, you're, you're right. I mean, the spotlight would be on them more, and, you know, I don't think it matters to him either way, but – like, it's not been a big week about Jalen Hurts and about how this is the biggest game of his career and how right. we're going to find out if he can finally beat the Cowboys. He's kind of escaped that. I mean, I guess if they lose, that'll all be next week. But he's not played well against the Cowboys, Elliot. That's that's one thing that's just been no. lost this week. I mean, you go. I'm sure you've looked at it. I think he posted his stats today. Both of those games, he had a lot of turnovers in those games.
0: Yeah, and speaking of turnovers, Carson's taking the field now, so I'm excited to see uh, this is his last game as a starter uh, in the NFL. But, yeah, no, you're right. Jalen has to play really well uh, this Sunday night for sure. Otherwise, it's going to be a long bye week for him.
2: Yeah, that's true. He has to protect the football. Elliot, I appreciate you hopping on. Enjoy the weekend, and uh, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you.
0: Yep, sounds good. Talk to you soon. There yeah. he goes.
2: Elliot Parks, our first guest on our first-ever Odyssey-only show.